What is up, everybody? Happy New Year to you all. 2021 is here. Goodbye, 2020. Goodbye with the craziness. We are into the new one, and we're ready to rock and roll. I'm excited. I hope you guys are ready to go. Hope you had a great holiday season. I don't know about you. It's it's a little bit tough to continue that grind through the holidays. A big part of you wants to push through it all. A big part of you wants to rest, and it's always going back and forth. But I hope that you all had a good chance to recover if you wanted to do that. If you were ready to finish the year strong, hopefully you, you did what you needed to do. But here we are for the newest podcast. I'm excited for this one, guys. It's called Goals and Grind. All right, so goals and grind, what does it mean? Number one, we're going to get right into it. So goals, putting what you want out to the world. Where do you want to go this year? What is your level of success? It doesn't have to be just business related. We're going to talk more business side here in the podcast, but it can be personal, can be family related. You know, we're, we're going to stay on, on the first five in business here, but goal, putting what you want out into the world. It can be writing it down on paper, putting it on a goal board even. We're talking to your spouse, significant other, friends, colleagues, mentors, whoever that is that you like to lean on. Make sure that you functionally think about what you want and then put it out there, all right? Now, what you have to do though, backing up your goals, is you have to have a plan of action in order to accomplish this goal. If I wanna get 50 new patients in a month, but all I'm gonna do is just work hard, it, it makes it tough. I need to have that broken down so I can see exactly how many you know, visits I need a month, how many social media posts I need to, to put out, right? How many connections I need to make? What does my network need to look like? There are a lot of things that go around each goal, all right? I've said it on previous podcasts, and I'm going to say it again. One of my biggest goals going forward is I want to be the team chiropractor for the Dallas Cowboys, all right? And I'm, it's not I want to. I, I will be, whether that's you know next month, next year, the next five years, but we're going to work towards it. So if that's my big goal, what do I need to do? Well, I need to connect with their physicians. I need to get in front of the athletic trainer. I need to continue to mingle within the organization. There are a lot of pieces that need to to fall into place in order to make a a big goal like that come to life. But that's something that I have. Hopefully, you have quite a few on your own. So number one, put that goal together. Put it out there to the world. All right, number two then is the grind portion. That's the other half, all right? You have to actually put what you want into action. You have to put in the work in order to accomplish those goals and reach that future success, all right? And here's the thing, guys. You can't have one without the other. If you have just goals, if you have a goal in mind, uh, but you have no intention of really putting in the work and dedicating the time to do it, well, what does that goal really add up to? Not a whole lot, right? So the grind side, now that is what backs up your goals. That's your work. That's, hey, all right, my goal is to you know reach that, new patient number per month or to save, you know, $20,000 financially, whatever it is, you have to actually put the steps into play, essentially break it down. I love that upside down pyramid. I've talked about it in a video on Instagram, but 
essentially what you do is you put your biggest goal at the very top of that pyramid, all right? So that's that would be your number one, is putting that goal up there. And as you're breaking it down, now your grind would actually be the steps that it takes to get there. So then the next biggest line is the closest thing to actually accomplishing that goal. And you're breaking it down from maybe a, a yearly standpoint to a daily, all right? So what can you do day to day? Then what can you do week to week, month to month, year to year to actually hit the goal that you want to want to do? And sometimes these goals are, are much shorter and smaller. Sometimes they're much bigger and will take a lot longer. You know, no one can fault you for for what you want to do in your life. And I think you have to, to take into account where you are currently, where you want to go. And then, as I mentioned, what is, what is it going to take to get there? So, guys, here are a couple of my 2021 goals Maybe you can, you know, touch off uh, some of yours with this, but if anything, this will at least, you know, get the mind going and, and see what you can come up with on your own here. So 2021 goals of mine, business related, all right? My wife and I have our own separate goals. We've talked about them actually coming to and from uh, Illinois and St. Louis. We were discussing financial goals, family goals, uh, you know, planning. We'd love to have kids. There are a lot of things that we would like to to put into place. And so how are we going to do that? And it's really interesting because these are not always easy conversations. Sometimes it takes a little bit of digging. Sometimes it takes some self-reflection. Sometimes it takes some accountability on both partners or whoever is involved in, in these goals. So I guess I'm encouraging you to have the tough conversations and I'm encouraging you to dig within and, and think about where you want to be and, and what you want to accomplish. All right. So here are my 2021 goals from a business standpoint. I've got five of them. Number one, I want to understand my business better. All right. I made some good moves in 2020 to put myself in a better position, but it took some time and we're continuing to learn. So what does, you know, understanding the business better? To me, that is tracking finances for the company. That is tracking daily visits, monthly visits for patients. It's understanding how much money is coming in for massage versus chiropractic. And then broken down from chiropractic, how much is coming in from cash? How much is coming in from commercial insurance? How much is coming in from personal injury case? You know, there are a lot of different things, maybe even just CBD sales and nutrition. Guys, if you don't track that, how are you going to know? And in the past, I've just worked hard, worked hard. You know, we saw the numbers rise, but they were somewhat inconsistent. And we also didn't really know what we needed to push for. So to me, that's number one is understanding the business better. Number two, I want to be a better chiropractor. I don't think there's any point in our lives where we can't continue to work and improve. You know, I'd like to work on my adjusting skills. Overall, I, I feel that I'm a good adjuster, but it can always be better. And there's a lot to learn. There are adjustments that, yes, I'm very good at, and there are some that I'm not as good at. All right, It's just like the golf swing. It always needs tweaking. One day you come in and you're adjusting great and everything feels nice and smooth. The next day it feels like nothing is going quite like you'd like it to go. Now, that doesn't mean that the patient thinks anything different of you, but you know, personally, you're like, geez, I just, I don't have it the same way, even though I'm, I'm trying just as hard. You know, think about it, guys. When it comes to working on your skills, Michael Jordan has a coach for everything, right? He has a strength coach. He has a basketball coach. He has a mindset coach, I'm sure. Think about Tiger Woods or any of the pro golfers. There are a lot of different elements to the game. So at no point are we above learning. Are we above uh, learning 
new concepts or ever having enough knowledge. So definitely continuing to hit the seminars. Things have changed, obviously, with the pandemic, but you know we can do webinars. Hopefully, later in 2021, we'll be able to do some more in-person things. But the other part of being a better Cairo, in my opinion, is really based on data and treatment plans. Previously, I didn't do a whole lot with treatment plans, and I still don't do anything crazy by any means. But you know, if somebody comes in with a radiculopathy, they've got tingling running down their leg, I want to be able to have in place like, hey, on average, this is how long it takes me to get those people better, right? And that's based on data, research data, and that's also based on you as a practitioner. Just because the data may say a certain amount of time doesn't mean that you couldn't potentially do it faster or maybe it'll take you longer depending on your approach. But knowing that, so when you speak to somebody that comes in, they understand where you're coming from. I found that it's really important for me to understand that, you know, maybe a a rib dysfunction in the mid-back and upper cross syndrome, maybe that takes, you know, 10 visits. And I'm just throwing numbers out there so you understand where I'm coming from. But maybe I know that when somebody comes in, this particular inst- or issue takes about that amount of time. Hopefully it's less, all right? But that's where we want to go. And the information backs that up. Then if somebody comes in with a ridiculous complaint, this is how long that takes. Okay, if it's cookie cutter, it doesn't seem to make a difference than what problem they come in with, right? But I think that it's extremely important to have that broken down so that if, if it can be a four to five visit thing, great. If it needs to be a couple month treatment plan, okay. But people need to understand what is on the other side. I, I always put myself in the patient's shoes and from a financial standpoint and a visit standpoint, it takes a lot of time for people to come in. So they need to know why they are supposed to be here and for what amount of time is going to make sense. If you get people to understand the reasoning behind what you're doing, right, they're going to buy into that process much, much better. All right, number three, I would like to improve my sales process. And when I say it out loud, the first thing that I think of is, oh, a better salesman. And that's probably what you think of on the other end too. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that I want to be a better, you know, hey, you walk in the door, I'm going to sell you everything possible. What I want to do is I want to understand what people are going through, what the client needs so that I can better serve them. I'm not forcing sales. I'm asking questions. You know, have you ever heard of CBD before? Yeah, I have. Well, what do you know about it? Not a lot. Do you mind if I ask you a couple questions to see if we can, you know, better serve you? Okay, sure. You know, did you know that there are different milligrams of CBD? You know, there are difference between having THC and not having THC in it. There are a lot of, of ways that you can approach this systematically so that questions make sense, but so that the patient or client understands what you're trying to accomplish. There's a certain rapport that you have to build and so asking the right questions, making sure that you're not just forcing a sale down their throat. If they have muscle t- you know, tissue tension and I just say, hey, you know, you'll benefit from CBD. Here's a thousand milligram CBD. This is going to help X, Y, and Z. Maybe they're, you know, we built such a good relationship that they're, hey, awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to buy. But a lot of times it's okay. Yeah, you know, they'll, they'll hear me out, but they may not be purchasing. So I want to be a better salesman by understanding what that person needs. Number four, I want to improve the outreach. Guys, I cannot stress how important outreach actually is. All right? You have to get out and grind. You have to connect. You have to build a network. 
grow your Rolodex, grow your contact list. All right. And if that's reaching out social media wise, if that's, you know, sending messages to influencers or to um, physical therapists or other physicians, whatever that is within your community, connect, make phone calls. You know, I've talked in the past on a couple episodes about what a cold call looks like in regards to picking up the phone and dialing for physicians, for primary care, for uh, for attorneys, really, whatever it may be, whoever it is that you're looking to connect with, there are ways to go about it to make you more successful. And although I feel like I've learned a lot in this past year by forcing myself to do it, there are a lot of things that I can still learn. And there's a lot that you can learn too. So wherever you are, it can still be improved upon. All right. Number five is personally, I want to stay consistent with social media. And for a lot of you listening, you're like, this dude has multiple social media accounts. He's all over the place. And that's true. But there's a reason for that. There are different things that we're trying to accomplish with different accounts. And I don't know about you guys, but I always want options. All right. Options are extremely important because I never want to feel like all my eggs are in one basket. All right. And so as we're building different legs, there are ways that we can continue that. And if we ever want to say, you know what, I'm done with this. Cool. We'll cut it off. All right. So I want to be consistent with social media. And to be honest, I'm still figuring out exactly where I want to go with it. All right. We have different accounts for different things. And that's a little soul searching that I'm going to have to do in this, you know, beginning of the new year. And you know what, to be honest, I'll probably figure that out as we go too. All right, there's nothing wrong with right now. I feel that my Dr. Pennell 5 account is where I want to put my focus and X, Y, and Z to grow it, and I'm going to stay consistent. All right, there's nothing to say that down the road it's, hey, you know what? I'm okay with where it is right now. I really want to put my focus into Element Page, or I really want to put my focus into the first five page, or whatever that is. So know that those goals can change, but you have to have something set up. All right. So guys, these are my top five for 2021 goals within the business. That's professionally. Some of it's LinkedIn personal, but know that you can have your personal goals, your professional goals and family goals. Uh, you know, your outreach, better sales, better Cairo financial, it can all play in and you can have 10 goals, 20 goals, 30 goals. doesn't matter, but I would say try to shorten your amount of goals up all right, make a power list of goals. Maybe it's five, 10, three, whatever makes the most sense for you. And then break it down after each goal as to what that actually means. Right. And then that's your first part. Second part is putting it into action. Guys, I wish you all the best as we get into 2021. Hopefully this goals and grinds podcast will shed a little light into what this process looks like. And I hope that you've enjoyed the newest episode of the first five podcast. Take care guys. We'll catch you next time. Keep going, yeah, yeah. Keep going, yeah. We ain't gonna stop.